0: that's join M-I-D-I, dot com.
1: Brothers and sisters, welcome, hey. welcome, welcome, welcome to <laughs> episode 109 yes. in our fourth season. We just thank God for this opportunity to come before you on this second Saturday of March, which is Women's History Month. So, since it's Women's History Month, I just want to recognize my wife, she's just a, a blessing <laughs> to all of us, and she works hard at three different households. And I just thank God for Whoa. her. So I want to give her a tribute on today as she continues to help with our daughter and our grandson. And she yeah, also helps she... with her mother's household in North Carolina. She also, of course, helps here at this household in Douglasville. So she's my friend, my partner, my confidant. <laughs> And I love her dearly. So I just want to recognize her today as we focus on marriage. Now, last week our topic was work your marriage so your marriage don't work you.
2: Right. So this
1: is work your marriage so your marriage don't work you part two. Yes. And our subtopic is uh do married couples still work hard at their marriage mm-hmm. to overcome the obstacles and everyday challenges and that can derail or destroy your relationship with your spouse mm-hmm. or do people work harder at blank than their marriage so last week we in part one we talked about do people work harder at a second job a third job or a side hustle than their marriage we talked about do people work hard at the blaming game mm. not taking responsibilities for their own action than their marriage Mm-hmm. Do people work harder at wanting to be single, isolated, independent or mm-hmm. uh, partying than their marriage mm-hmm. And then lastly we talked about do people work harder at trying to change their spouse mm-hmm. being prideful, stubborn or non-compromising than their marriage
2: Wow now those good fill in the blanks you must. Agree. Uh, and we got a few more. But before we get started, we definitely want to give a shout out to our son yes. and the fellow podcasters here on BS3 Network. Y'all yes. got to check us out. <laughs> Content available yes. for each and every member of your family. And so, yes, we do work tirelessly here at BS3 Network. Mm-hmm. With a spirit of excellence, being as professional as we possibly can be. Yes. Making sure that you know what we present to you is top-notch. Right. So we invite you if you are interested in getting involved in podcasting, our son offers coaching. Mm -hmm. That information is on your screen. If you are interested please reach out to him. He is available, willing, able, and capable to get you started. Oh, yeah. And, of course, if you have a Roku device and you'd like to watch us on your big screen TV, do so at that link. (laughs) Um, As I said, there's a lot available for you to to review and Mm -hmm. enjoy. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, So please do take a look at BS3 Network on your Roku device. And last but not least, there's our email address. If you'd like to reach out to us at Suz Podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Oh, yes, please uh, do. Feel free to do so. With any kudos, suggestions, just thoughts, if you will, we are willing and uh, open to your emails. Oh, yes. Oh, and yes. last but not least, we'd like to just give you a preview of what BS3 Network is all about. And uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back.
1: BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV. let's get started. We're talking about, uh, do people work harder at avoiding the hard sensitive conversations Mm -hmm. than they do on their marriage. Mm -hmm. So, you know, sometimes we, we avoid the hard sensitive conversations because we're concerned about how our spouse or significant other Mm -hmm. is going to react. Right. So we rather ignore the subject, uh, situation or condition altogether for the meantime then addressing the issue head on mm. right away. Mm-hmm. That can result in a conversation being even worse if we delay the conversation with tensions being elevated or even getting to the point of having an unavoidable heated argument yes. when it is discussed at a later time. Mm-hmm. So the best way to handle this The best way to handle the problem is to intercept the behavior from the very beginning Mm -hmm. because we all make mistakes. We all fall short of the glory of God. We understand and accept that Romans 3, 22 and 24 says, Mm -hmm. even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. For all have sinned, and come short of the glory of God, right. being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, as believers, we have to offer some grace mm-hmm. when we're discussing delicate subjects or sensitive subjects with our significant other, understanding that everyone has their flaws. Right, we all make mistakes then our spouse can feel more comfortable Mm -hmm. when the opportunity arises to discuss these sensitive subjects. Because see, your spouse has displayed some grace during the previous discussions. Then you won't be hesitant or concerned about being reprimanded Mm. or criticized during the current discussions. So just releasing, Mm. letting things go of the past making it a point to not withdraw and withhold what needs to be discussed in the present. See, when you're yearning to be right, even when you know you're wrong, it's not a right attitude to approach a discussion. Because if you're withholding and refusing and holding back on something because of a misunderstanding or or disagreement, and there is no meeting of the minds that can result in having problems That's it. in your marriage and having problems, being able to understand and discuss the situation at hand. See, we should not we should. First of all, we should try to avoid putting ourselves in bad situations <laughs> and doing things that are sinfully disrespectful or hateful to our spouse to begin with. Right. Then we can avoid the. the the problem of not telling the truth or being secretive Mm. about a certain predicament. But when we do find ourselves Mm. in this situation, we should always own up to it and confess our mistakes. See, I'm gonna talk about the honesty piece in a minute, but God has given each one of us a spirit of power, love, and Mm self-discipline. Therefore, we should never respond to a circumstance or people in a distress or in frustration Mm -hmm. because we have the power of God living within us. See, the very power that dispels all stress and anxiety. When distress or frustration strikes, we should immediately ask God for help. To tap into his power and allow him to encourage us and our spouse, mm-hmm. our hearts to be in tune and do what is pleasing to him. This is the second Timothy one and seven. Second Timothy one and seven says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, right. but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Love is a mm-hmm. powerful antidote. Mm. to distress and dysfunction and dishonesty. God's love has the ability to eliminate all of that. See, I remember the first time I preached at my home church. Mm. I had a distress attack. See, I felt that people were expecting more from me than a group of strangers might expect. Mm. So what happened? What helped me was I read the words of the Lord to Joshua. Mm. And then I turned my focus on the people of my home church. Mm. And I felt overwhelmed about how much I love them and how much they loved me through the years. Mm. So by the time I stood in the pulpit, the distress was completely drained out of me. Mm. Then I was able to preach and teach the gospel of Jesus Christ with enthusiasm and and excitement and confidence and, and conviction. Which brings me to another scripture, Joshua 1 and 7. Mm-hmm. He says, Only be thou strong and very courageous, mm-hmm. that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, mm-hmm. that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. See, if we truly love our spouse mm-hmm. and understand the ramifications of delaying the conversation that will inevitably lead to more of a conflict, we will address the issue head on, be forthright, and be willing to accept the consequences. Because John tells us in 1 John 4 and 18, mm-hmm. there is no fear in love, mm-hmm. but perfect love cast it out fear. Mm-hmm. Because fear has torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. So we have to ask our Heavenly Father to impart on us more of Christ's love Mm -hmm. and to take away any torment we may feel. And as we do this, fear and frustration and hesitation to admit our wrongdoings Mm -hmm. and to be honest with our spouse about our flaws, and sometimes their flaws as well, will lose that grip on us. The basis for a sound mind is the word of God. Mm. The more you know God's promise, the more you live according to his commandments and the greater your strength Mm -hmm. to withstand fears and frustrations. Use the scripture. Use the scriptures to speak directly to the source of your fears and temptation. Just like Jesus quoted scripture to Satan. Mm. Doing his temptations in the wilderness yes, We have sir. to use the scriptures To withstand and eliminate Those fears and frustrations That way we can approach our spouse With confidence that they will Understand our dilemma So when you feel gripped by, by fear Or frustration Turn your gaze to Jesus Redirect your heart to his love mm. Speak to, to your fear Your frustrations from the word of God And then respond boldly To the situation and communicate this situation with your spouse or coordinate. You see, communication is key. Right. One of the five C's, communication <laughs> is key. Men, especially men, we have to force ourselves. We have to be intentional to make a continuous effort to talk to our spouse in order to have dialogue with our spouse on these important topics consistently, which will eliminate these awkward conversations later on if we communicate daily, hourly Mm -hmm. with our spouse. Mm -hmm. See, the Lord's desire is for for you and I, my brothers and sisters, to be strong and courageous today. Mm. And we need to step out on faith and trust that God will not only touch our heart, but touch our spouse's heart. And when we pray before we actually have the conversation, we want the Holy Spirit to be that that third intertwined cord that will meet us in the midst of our discussion, and that He will lead and guide us in the direction that we should go.
2: Right. Just a few things on that because you talked about uh, being able to discuss,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, hard and sensitive uh, topics. Right. And I think last week we talked about you know silence mm-hmm. does not equal peace. And so it. eventually, you're gonna have to talk about you it. Talk about it. Um, and I think I mentioned as well. Sometimes it's okay to push the pause button. If, right, if it's right. really heightened, and mm-hmm. you're yelling and screaming, and the kids are crying, and mm-hmm. the dog is barking, and the cat <laughs> is meow. I mean, you know, right, push right. the pause button if you have to. But mm-hmm. just don't allow the conversation to never, never. Uh, restart. That's right. You know, you got to revisit that conversation. That's it. And then you had talked about how, uh, you know, we have to show mercy and mm-hmm. showing mercy is good. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as the uh, the pattern mm-hmm. or the conduct or mm-hmm. whatever, as long as that brings about some change right. or there's some adjustment, because right. otherwise there's one spouse that's constantly showing this mercy mm-hmm. and the other spouse continues to do the same thing. I am mm-hmm. going to talk about that in a minute. <laughs> but, you know, we get it. These right, hard yeah, conversations yeah are they're inevitable. Mm-hmm. They're going to come up and the more you talk, the mm-hmm. more you communicate, right,
1: right. the
2: more you work hard in that particular area and mm-hmm. that one of the 5 Cs. Right, right. Believe me, all the, all the others, mm-hmm. consideration, compassion because Christ is first. We know that's right. going to be already in place. Mm-hmm. Uh those will, you know, compromise. Right. Big big C in marriage, mm-hmm. all of those will come into play and will work harmoniously together when you've got Christ in place right. and you've got that communication in place. Right. right. So here's some, another uh, way that couples work so hard mm-hmm. in their marriage and then the marriage ends up suffering. That's mm-hmm. what we're saying. The marriage is going to work you. That's right, what we right, mean. The right. marriage is going to suffer. Right. And that's it, when we put all of our time, all of our energy mm-hmm. into other people, right. places, and things. Mm-hmm. So what do I mean like, by that? Listen, <laughs> you know, couples, and I'm going to go here. I know mm-hmm. some people think, oh, no, she didn't. I'm going <laughs> to go here because we do spend a lot of time at mm-hmm. church. <laughs> uh we're we're a witness of that, right. You know, and there's no shade at all in you serving the Lord. That's not what I'm saying. But some people literally think that when the doors of the church church open, mm-hmm. they got to be the first one to swing that door open, <laughs> you know. And so um uh, one thing that I that I can add is that when my husband became a pastor, mm-hmm. Um, And he served. I mean, sir, we both served. Let me just be clear. Uh, And that we made a pact Mm -hmm. that we were not going to both be wigging out Mm -hmm. and neglecting home, neglecting family. Mm -hmm. Uh, We served with people that spent tirelessly hours and hours on end, uh, literally falling asleep in church because they didn't want to go home. Mm -hmm. Um, that's sad. I'm sorry, but that's sad. Mm -hmm. And so when you bring that balance into your life and realize, okay, I've done all that I can do. I need to go home. I need to cook. I need to clean. I need to (laughs) see after my family, my home, all Mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. Uh, then that's important. So, you know, again, it's the balance with everything and anything when it comes to your marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, get involved. I'm not saying that, but you've got to make a determination
3: right.
2: uh, that you're never going to neglect your home. Mm-hmm. Uh, charity begins at home. That's right. scripture. Mm-hmm. I, I, I quoted the latter part of that scripture, <laughs> but that's scripture. Right. I mean, right. you've got to take care home. <laughs> uh, I think that's so important. I don't know if you have anything you want to add to that, but just just watch mm-hmm. you know how you move about and, and then when you're tired mm-hmm. you know it makes sense that you balance because mm-hmm. you want to be at your best when you're serving the lord and you're serving right. his people right, and you're right. going out for ministry mm-hmm. uh, whatever you've committed to doing you mm-hmm. know your body has to be replenished right
1: right and that's good i mean you're talking about true real situations to where individuals to get wrapped up, you know, and serving the Lord and thinking that the church can't operate if I'm not there. I got to be there for this. I got to be there for that. I got to be there for that. But that's God's church and God can take care of his business without you being present all the time. And that's what we have to do. We have to continue to trust God to take care of it, especially coming from a small family church like we Pastor and the first lady. It was difficult but we have to trust God to handle the situation and God handled the situation. So we have to not only do that, but like you say, pray for discernment Mm. and where God wants us to, to put all of our focus and our energy. And it can't be in every auxiliary and every department, but focus on that particular location, that department, that, that particular ministry and let your, uh, your main focus be on serving in those ministries. And then Mm -hmm. you're right. Then you have to, Make sure your home is taken care of. You can't yeah. neglect your marriage. You can't neglect your home because you want to stay at the church house. Yes, right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So as pastor and first lady, that was a little bit mm-hmm. qu- that we were under a little bit different situation. Mm-hmm. But yet we knew when we had to pull back and thank God right. our children were older. Right. Right, so we right, were pretty right. much empty nesters then. Mm-hmm. God knows mm-hmm. what he's doing right. and the timing of all of that, because mm-hmm. he knew the energy we would have to put into it. Right. right, um, right. And I heard T.D. Jake say one time, if if nobody else does it, who has to who do, who do it? Who has to do it? That's it. The pastor mm-hmm. and the first lady. Right, right, right. So moving on, uh, couples, they uh-huh. put a lot of time and energy mm-hmm. into their parents, their right. siblings. Mm-hmm. You know, basically sticking with the family mm-hmm. when the word says that you got to leave and cleave, cleave to right. your spouse. Mm-hmm. Now, I got to admit, when we first got married, you know, mm-hmm. 1982, I miss my family, mm-hmm. especially my mama. Mm-hmm. I missed them mm-hmm. so much. Uh, I was on the phone a lot, you know, but still, when they arrived in California three years later in 85. Mm-hmm. Right. I got to say, I spent a lot of time at my mama's house. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I did. And in hindsight, you know, if we thought about all of that, Mm -hmm. it's like I I was wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Um, I could have done better in terms of balancing my schedule. I'm sure that affected my husband. You know, I brought him a plate home when it was late, you know, and he's like, where the kids were with me, Mm -hmm. you know, so he didn't get a chance to see his kids when he got home. You know, they were asleep. Right. And then his dinner was cold. He had the microwave. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those types of things, you know, you have to realize when you do uh, get married that that leaving and cleaving is very important. Um, And not to say you don't ever see your family. Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, But again, balance
1: balance,
2: and and prayer and discernment and knowing, you know, in my case, when to go home Mm -hmm. and take care of business, because the next day I would be so tired and I got to go to work and grumpy. And Mm -hmm. so all of that, it's like a rippling effect. And so um, you have to you have to watch that and just remember what the priority is when you're married. Mm -hmm, Did mm -hmm. you want to add anything to that? No. Okay.
1: (laughs) Cover that, with
2: that. And so couples also, you know, they work hard. Mm -hmm. We do that. Work hard at putting time into their children right. and right.
1: their grandchildren. Cardi, baby, you hungry?
2: Yes, you know I'm hungry. Come
1: on, we about to go to McDonald's.
2: Yes, I want a cheeseburger with some barbecue sauce. Mm, a little Coke on the side. You
1: know I got to get the quarter pounder with cheese with the hot seat.
2: I want an apple pie, too, with some fries.
1: Oh, you know what we're going to call it. We're going to call it. Cardi
2: being offset meal. Only to March 12th, though. Only to March 12th. ba 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 I'm
0: loving, loving it. it. Hey! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Children.
3: Learn more at cbp.gov careers.
2: I can understand. I'm not, no again, no shade, mm-hmm. no shade, but you got to be careful. Right, because right. again, your spouse can feel slighted and mm-hmm. neglected. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it may seem simple, uh, but there are instances where I've heard in many occasions right. that couples are, they feel their strife. They Mm -hmm. feel uh, they need to be separated and even divorced because of something that we think is very simple. Mm -hmm. uh, But you have to remember of keeping God first and that your marriage is second and that the kids, the grandchildren, the great grand, all of that is third. Mm -hmm. And that's important. And so um, not ruining your marriage should be important as Mm -hmm. well. Right it's a no brainer for us. It is. And sometimes we got to reel each other in, Mm -hmm. uh, but sometimes marriage, especially like ours with longevity, Mm -hmm. you know, the, you know, your relationship uh, with your children and your grandchildren can bring a strain. Right. And you, you, you cannot uh, take it for granted. Mm -hmm. You got to, you know, hone in on that. Mm -hmm. Those are some hard Back to that topic, hard and difficult situations That's that you right. got to deal that with and make some adjustments. That's right. That's and I'm right. going to read a quote that I was uh, really astonished by, mm-hmm. and I'm like, ouch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it reads, it's gotten to the point now where parents are judged and ostracized mm. if they don't accommodate and even anticipate wow. and provide for their children's needs over the needs of their marriage. Okay. Now, the danger of that is that not only will the couple's relationship be neglected, mm. which in most of these cases where there's a lot of helicopter parenting mm-hmm. going on. And so uh, so many of us are experiencing that, that to this day right, right. And, uh, where you unknowingly mm-hmm. and not intentionally become a helicopter parent. Right. Uh, right. And we're guilty of that. I- I'm going to state it. Uh, that's that's the ouch Mm -hmm. that's the wow (laughs) right there Uh, but we're working on it Mm -hmm. so that we can allow them space to raise their children the way they want to that's so hard (laughs) (laughs) y'all especially if it doesn't make sense right Mm -hmm. and so uh, what is helicopter parenting I had to look that up because I mean all of these terms Mm -hmm. when all you have to do is say you just basically you're hovering right And that is parenting that pays excessive attention Mm -hmm. to children's every move and experience. Mm -hmm. Helicopter parents are highly involved, Mm -hmm. overly protective, Mm -hmm. and tirelessly oversee every aspect of their children's lives and sometimes even act on their behalf. Mm -hmm. Now, in our case, we're talking adult children. Right. And then, of course, you got to do that with your children. I don't Mm -hmm. care what nobody say; you got to be involved with the craziness going on if you got younger children. Mm -hmm. So, in my case, I'm I'm referring to helicopter parenting with your older children. Mm -hmm. And here's another part of that quote. But the other thing is that children grow up with the experience that the world is going to indulge them. We talked about that earlier, which creates a sense of Mm -hmm. entitlement. Mm -hmm. So we deal with this quite a bit because parents pick up this cultural bias Mm -hmm. towards favoring the needs of the children above everything and everyone else. It's dangerous. It it really does put a strain on your marriage. Mm -hmm. And not Mm -hmm. only that, you know, we have to remember a lot of times we talked about this earlier, how we felt like at least I did Mm -hmm. the way I grew up. I, you know, I'm going to make sure my kids don't experience it. They're going to have a better life. They're going to have what I didn't have. And thus I, you know, I wanted to lavish on them the things that I didn't have. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I, I take fault in that. And I know my husband just, you know, he had it all. So he wanted to give them what he did have. (laughs) And so again, did we make good choices? Probably not. You know, because that can again entitlement and enablement and all of that. So we have Mm -hmm. to be careful, Mm -hmm. Uh, be very, very careful about uh, allowing. Uh, no one and nothing to ever come between you and your spouse. Uh, And that includes family. Mm -hmm. So you got to set those healthy boundaries. We got that on our vision board this year. We got (laughs) to set those healthy boundaries to say no, to say, this is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then help others, others, meaning family, friends, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, children, grandchildren, help them to manage sometimes what we consider their unreasonable and assumed Mm -hmm. expectations Mm -hmm. because we've done it before. It's like, you're going to do it. You're going to keep doing it. You're going to keep doing it. And we have to remember uh, we're setting an example as well as married couples Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, so that they can see how the marriage is supposed to work. And, and not allow them to orchestrate and tell us how it's right. going to work based on right. what they need and what right. that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. We got to be the example. So learning to set the boundaries and still be we mm-hmm. can still be the caring and supportive parent and grandparents that we want to be. Some parents and grandparents just say, huh? Yeah, that's your kid. That's right. your child. Yeah. Dude. You handle it. We don't want to be that. Right. But we still have to put up that boundary to what we can and cannot do, so that mm-hmm. they can continue to grow in that area and, and not be dependent on us. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if you want to add anything. Yeah, I just that. wanted okay. to say,
1: you know, we're as we discussed earlier uh, yeah. today offline mm-hmm. uh, at my brotherhood males group at the church, we're we're discussing a book which is spiritual discipline, mm-hmm. and in this particular uh, chapter of the book, it talks about uh children and actually it uh, relates to parenting and grandparenting mm. and something you had mentioned earlier about uh wanting to do things you know especially now as grandparents yeah you know the theory is you Going know, overboard. You, yeah the theory <laughs> you know is that uh if you allow your your grandchild to soothe themselves so we can't come to their rescue like he wow. said if they're crying or yeah. or if they feel they're in need you know yeah. it's just touches our heart because that's our little heart running around, you know, or crawling around or, <laughs> yeah. or, or rolling over in the crib, whatever the case may be. Right. So it, it's hard. So the theory is that you would let them soothe themselves uh, by not always running to, to rescue them mm. from whatever the case may be. And then they will eventually soothe themselves. Mm. And, you know, we had an issue with that as grandparents. And so we've learned We've actually learned from our daughter the benefit yeah. of letting them soothe themselves. When she first told us that, we was like, what are you talking about? We raised you. <laughs> Who you think well, you man, are? That's telling,
2: your beck and right, call. Telling
1: us how to what? do it. And We we took care of you. you. You turned out fine. What are you talking about? But then we realized after a few months how right. now he soothes himself, our grandson, and and he will actually, you know, stop crying because he realized you're not coming through his back and call.
2: But look at how he, he soothes himself with his thumb. So they're going to need right. a, a big piggy bank right, right, if he don't right. stop sucking it. But anyway. Yeah, we
1: well, get that from his from his TT cam, you know, <laughs> instead of uh, the pacifier. They don't want to have a pacifier. Like his
2: mama had. Like his mama <laughs> had,
1: right. And then the when you look at the the naps, then it's because we so used to rocking them to sleep and don't yeah. lay them down to at least ten minutes after they sleep. Okay. But now he put them in the crib when he soothes himself and he goes to sleep on his own. So to say all of that is that you know we have a generation,
2: I know, I a generation that knew. we
1: that we birthed and raised to where they feel they're always you know dependent, they're spoiled, you know they feel entitled, and you know fortunately our children are. are are not in a situation to where they're doing things that are illegal Right. Uh, to make God sure, thank them. God, that they get what they want to get when they want to yeah. get it. Yeah. But you have also, you know, in that generation, in their age group, mm-hmm. that didn't have the guidance and the parenting, they feel entitled and they're using criminal activity to get what they want. So that's that it. that was just a good, you know, lesson for us. So we're all learning. Still. Still.
2: Have not yeah. arrived, that's yeah. it. Yeah yeah have not arrived so we hope that helped um again we love our children they've done a remarkable job mm-hmm. with their own lives right. never had to go right. huh, mm-hmm. we're not going to the school to get you out of trouble right, right. we didn't right. go to jail or juvenile mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. no they understood and mm-hmm. uh, so we commend them even to this day as adults right. they're 40 and 38 mm-hmm. and right. look right, right you didn't give us any trouble. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. to God be the glory for that. Mm -hmm. So here's another thing I'm going to conclude with this one. Uh, I think, and then I'm going to talk about some positives, some things that we can do, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to reverse the things that we shouldn't be working hard at and Mm -hmm. the things we should be. But that's also a lot of time that, that married couple spends with their friends, Mm -hmm. uh, versus their spouse. Believe it or not, when you get married, Mm -hmm. um, and thank God we didn't have this issue. David is seven years, always together. I know people mm-hmm. think now, wow, they always together. That's mm-hmm. the way it's been for almost 50 years. Mm-hmm. It started out that way. And to be honest, um, that's where the friendship comes into your right. marriage. I'm saying friendship between the husband and the wife. Mm-hmm. And so uh, couples get to totally lost. Um, when they've had all this fun and time that they spent with their friends when they mm-hmm. were married, mm-hmm. I mean, when they were single, single right, right. that it's hard to make that shift and that mm-hmm. adjustment and to pull back when they get uh, married. Mm-hmm. And I understand it can be hard and nobody's saying you can't have single friends, mm-hmm. uh, but you got to remember that protecting your marriage right. and prioritizing your marriage and your spouse. And if you have children, right. Is much more important, mm-hmm. so that there's no lack, mm-hmm. that nothing is suffering. Lack, there's no lack of attention, mm-hmm. there's no lack of intimacy. Right, believe me, that's important, mm-hmm. so that they don't go looking elsewhere. Right, uh, lack of time, lack of energy in the marriage, lack of being emotionally attached and available Mm -hmm. and then lack of fun you got to bring the fun into your marriage as well Mm -hmm. so you know there again the balance Mm -hmm. the balance and um you know couples have to remember that uh having fun Mm -hmm. can be a part of your marriage and Mm -hmm. then when you do get married you're gonna God's gonna send you some uh good godly couples that you can begin to do double dates with mm-hmm. or go to the movies or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, so you won't be lacking that component. Right. Because um, right. that's important as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you wanted to add something to that.
1: No, but I just wanted to to go back to where oh. I was before as far as,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, something else that also drives a desire to to be hesitant or to avoid sensitive or delicate conversations is working hard on not being honest mm. or not being committed to your marriage. Right. You see, we, we can put a lot of emphasis on scheming and conniving mm. or, or being deceptive of the truth mm-hmm. than being honest with our spouse.
2: Wow.
1: Honesty is always the best policy. The best. Because lies will catch up with you sooner or later. Then you got to tell another lie. <laughs> cover up the last lie you told. So without honesty, without mm-hmm. honesty, your, your marriage has nothing to stand on. Right. It, it's on unstable or, or shaky ground that will eventually crumble at any time. Mm-hmm. So when there's a lack of trust, you know, the enemy has an opportunity to creep in mm-hmm. and cause doubt and, and confusion and right. chaos. He can destroy your marriage because of a, an imaginary conflict between couples because of dishonesty. Mm -hmm. Dishonesty. Now, Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. There are real reasons for being deceptive, but not being truthful or upfront can create unnecessary suspicions, Mm -hmm. which brings me to the scripture. James 4, 6 and 8, it says, but he giveth more grace, wherefore he said, God resisteth the proud, Mm -hmm. but giveth grace unto the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist Mm -hmm. the devil, Mm -hmm. and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, Mm -hmm. and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. So we have to be honest. We have to be upfront. Mm -hmm. And we have to trust God to touch our spouse's hearts as well as direct our hearts. Mm -hmm. That way we can respond to a situation in a Christ-like manner. We have to focus on having the mindset of Christ and then receive the confession with some compassion mm-hmm. which will encourage your spouse to tell the truth and think twice mm-hmm. about repeating that same offense the next time. Yeah, that's right. So how we handle it when we when we do these discussions and how we handle this honesty mm-hmm. will actually help us to grow. Mm. And when we grow, we can mature Mm -hmm. and then we can withstand the temptations of being dishonest again or withstand the temptations of being deceptive or hiding certain issues or Mm -hmm. situations Mm -hmm. from our spouse.
2: That's good. You know, um, I think about what you used to say, how you got to walk in the truth. You got to live the truth. You got to tell the truth. Right. All of that. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's, where I'm heading into these, uh, positives Mm -hmm. of how you can turn that around and work hard Mm -hmm. in those areas. And that the first thing that I wanted to say, of course, God, you got to put him first and foremost, make him the main thing That's right. and learn to consult him Mm -hmm. and his guidance in every aspect. That's the thing. We kind of compartmentalize God. Okay, God, I need you over here, but now you can't come in this section right here. (laughs) I got that one. Right, and then you right. can come over here, but, you know, we can't compartmentalize him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then being able to walk in the truth and tell the truth tell and the live truth. the truth. Right, right, you got to right. frequently evaluate yourself, mm-hmm. looking mm-hmm. within, making the necessary adjustments, right. working things out mm-hmm. of you, mm-hmm. if you will, and then continuing, you know, to do things that are uh, considerate in your marriage and uh, for your spouse Mm -hmm. and doing some things differently that we, that, you know, needs to be done Mm -hmm. um, so that, more problems aren't created. Right. Uh, right praying right, right. and then paying attention to your emotion is another mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we notice in our older age, we're getting a little bit sensitive. You know, every <laughs> little thing that come up, we're like, "Wait, wait a minute." Right, right, you know, right. and then we get upset, and then we think about it. It's like, really was right, was right. it really that serious? So, you know, we're not saying you shouldn't have emotion. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so, you're going to have emotion, but just praying and then paying attention to your emotions. Right. Um, and how you react and interact. Mm-hmm. And then really getting to the root of that issue. A lot of times, the things that offend us, it's like, it's really not that. You right. just brought up the That's issue right. that I've been trying to keep suppressed and not mm-hmm. dealing with. Mm-hmm. There we yeah. go, unresolved. So
1: unresolved. Right. And
2: then unifying right. and sinking together with your husband mm-hmm. uh, or your wife. Mm-hmm. And operating in love and harmony. That is so important, you know, even down to the minute things that you think, I don't need to sync my calendar with him. We just go go willy-nilly and figure it out. (laughs) Oh, you didn't pick up the kids? Oh my God, you didn't tell me I need to pick up. You know, it's that type. We need stuff from the grocery store. Oh, I didn't, you know. Mm -hmm. Those are some things that you really got to work hard at to unify and to sync. You do. Every, in every aspect, Mm-hmm. And always, here's that C, uh, communicating, communicating with your spouse. That's That's now, sweet. married couples can work hard at praying for a strong desire to mm-hmm. always be faithful. Right. We talked about that, that honesty, mm-hmm. you know, revisiting your wedding vows every now and then. Right. Remembering right. what you said before God. Mm-hmm. I know you did it before man too, man, <laughs> that, that, that don't matter. Mm-hmm. Before God and your wife.
1: Right.
2: right? And then making sure that, you know, you're loyal. You're committed to that, mm-hmm. and that your love continues to grow stronger and stronger every day. Right. Um, here's a scripture for you in Proverbs twenty and six, and I think I read it last week. But I love this. Many will say they are loyal friends, right. but who can find one who is truly reliable? Mm-hmm. That should be your spouse. A spouse,
1: that's it.
2: And so again, we want to make sure that we're tending to our spouse. Right. Right. showing them favor and mm. grace and mercy <laughs> yes. and compassion, love mm-hmm. and deep consideration. That is so important. Right. Um, we don't know what our spouse goes through day in and day out. But, you know, my husband talked about how men don't really you know, like to share a lot. So mm-hmm. why sometimes you got to pull it out of them. And making sure that they are taken care of physically. Mm -hmm. If you get my drift, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And emotionally building them up, especially your husband, Mm -hmm. building them up. Husbands can do that to their wives too. And making sure that they're emotionally strong. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then weave in those frequent date nights, you know, those romantic getaways uh, I love it that my husband just, you know, lavishes me during my birthday and I'll be trying to do something for him in April. He's like, no, no, we're going we're gonna to do this. I do things, but it's not as lavish, you know, as he does in August. And I feel, you know, I know we're not in competition, but I feel really like, oh my gosh, I could do more. But those romantic getaways, that's the thing where you, you're make you're doing it for the both of you. It's right. not just You know, my, Mm -hmm. my vacation, Mm -hmm. those movie nights, those outdoor concerts, we have what's called wind down Wednesdays, outdoor (laughs) in the heat, you know, but we love it. It's free. Mm -hmm. You know, look for those things, even the walk in the park. I want to get back to doing that. Mm -hmm. We have this wonderful park where there's around a body of water and you Mm -hmm. walk this track and then, you know, you got to fight together Mm -hmm. against the enemy. That's it. Versus against each other.
1: Right,
2: right. Your husband and your wife are not the enemy. That's it. The enemy, the enemy is Satan. He is the enemy wanting to tear your marriage apart. That's right. And then lastly, you know, don't give up. That's it. Don't give up. No, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. Marriage was never meant to be easy. Right. Uh, That's why people don't stay together too long because they think it's going to be easy. Like Mm -hmm. it's a a fantasy or, you know, it's Mm -hmm. not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you got to just keep the marriage spicy. Right. You got to work right. hard at that so right. that it's not, it doesn't get dull and stale and mm-hmm. stagnant and, mm-hmm. you know, do daily well check-ins, mm-hmm. you know, how are you doing? You know, right. is there anything right. you need? What can I do for you? Mm-hmm. It's okay. You can do things for your your spouse. Right. Um, and then, you know, get them to talk, as I said before, mm-hmm. what they're going through and what they're worrying about. Mm-hmm. A marriage is a thoughtful, not a selfish right. work. Right. And I thought, you know, I thought I knew that in the beginning, but, you know, you kind of grow through that yeah. process. You're not going to be there overnight. Mm-hmm. Keep working mm-hmm. your marriage. So your marriage mm-hmm. don't work <laughs> yeah. you. That's it. And my husband's saying to, her, frenzy. And to a frenzy. That's it it That's is doable. Mm-hmm. But you got to work hard at it. And sometimes you got to shut all the other stuff out to do it. But you can do it. That's it. You can do it.
1: So I like the way you said that Mm. uh, you have to recognize who the actual enemy is. Yes. And the enemy is not necessarily your spouse. Well, that's my closing scripture. Mm. I'm going to put focus on that, Mm. which is Ephesians 6, 10 through 12. Okay. And it says, Finally, my brethren, Mm-hmm. And you can put sister in there too, right? <laughs> <laughs> Brothers sister and sister. Right. Right. <laughs> Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord mm. and in the power of his might. Put on the whole arm of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Wow. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, right. against powers, wow. Against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So that's the devil's job is to kill, steal, Steel. and destroy. That's he it. wants to destroy your marriage. Mm-hmm. Once we realize that, we can overcome the obstacles that he has always and continue to put in our way. Yes. Thank you again for joining. Thank we thank God for you. Even if we didn't comment, we appreciate you. And please work on your marriage so your marriage don't work you.
2: And then like and share this this, uh, podcast with someone that you know could really benefit from it. Yes. God bless you. Until next time, work it. (laughs) Work it. Work it. Work it. Take care.